This is an ABC podcast. Hey, Carl, has something happened to the short and curly email address? Uh, what do you mean? Well, it's been ages since I've seen any emails from our listeners. They used to send so many. Huh, that is strange. Have you checked to see if we're getting anything at all in our inbox? Yeah, it's so weird. There used to be heaps of sheets of paper, but now the box is just empty all the time. Wait, what do you mean, sheets of paper in a box? You know, when we get an email, it appears there's a bit of paper in that plastic short and curly mailbox over there. Um, no, Molly, that's not email. That's your office mailbox. I used to print out a couple of emails and drop them in there for you to look at sometimes. But I stopped that ages ago to save paper. You check emails on the internet. Oh, yeah, no, I, I knew that. Hey, Carl, pop quiz. What is the internet? Um, internet. And Molly, have you not been checking the short and curly email address? It's on your job list. We have a job list? Yeah, remember we made one online together. Oh, yeah, on the line, of course. Ugh, you got to be kidding me. Come here, look. To check your emails, you push that button. Ah! And you open up the browser. No! And then you click here and... Yeah, there are 7,000 unread emails. Oh, my goodness. Like this one with the title Urgent. Dear Carl, we would like to offer you an exclusive once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to join us on the International Space Station first thing tomorrow morning. What? The... That one was sent six months ago. Oh, my one and only chance. Oh, boy. I know. My childhood dream gone. What? No, shut up, Carl. Look at this. There are so many listeners asking about the same topic. Like Ivy, who says, I am writing because lately I have been seeing loads of homeless people on the streets and I'm wondering what I could do to help them. Huh. Oh, and yeah, Chelsea's written to us. Is it right to give homeless people your money? Plus, here's one from Walter. Should we give money to homeless people? I want to help others, but you don't know what they're going to spend it on. Gosh, homelessness seems like a really tricky ethical issue for lots of our listeners. So glad I checked these emails. Good job, me. Molly, some of these are from more than a year ago. I know, and now I am answering their question. Like a saint. Well, today on Short and Curly, a question a lot of you have apparently been asking. Should you give money to homeless people? What's the best way to help people in need? And why does it bring up so many complicated feelings? Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, Curly, Curly. I'm getting the hang of this email stuff now. Last warning to pay bill, delete. Congratulations on being nominated, delete. Hmm, what's that, Molly? Nothing. Oh, wait, another email about giving and donating to homeless people. This one's from Eliza. You know what, Carl? I totally get why people are writing in about times they've been asked for money. Yeah, it's tricky because it feels like whatever you do, it won't be enough. Whether it's like $5 or $100, neither will get this person a home. It kind of makes me feel sad and a bit guilty. Yes. What? Oh, 
Sorry, sad and a bit guilty. That was my nickname in high school. Oh. You know what? Why don't we take a second to hear from our Brains Trust from Newtown Public School about times they've been asked for money and how they felt about it. Yeah, I have been asked by a homeless person for money, um, but my parents just um, kind of acknowledged them but ignored them at the same time and um, we just moved on, but I kind of felt bad. So I do sometimes nag my parents to let me give it to them. I've been asked many times, but my sister, she's like been saving up like a tiny bit of her pocket money every week and then we're going to just like donate it to a charity who will give it to the homeless people. Occasionally when my family do give them money, we do try like smile at them and like kind of say hello, but then normally we don't give money and like it kind of makes me feel a bit bad. But then also, every time I walk past a homeless person, I kind of feel like a bit scared or nervous. I'm not sure why, I just kind of do. Our brain trust has hit on some pretty common themes here. Feeling a bit scared, feeling bad about not giving money, being told that it's not a good idea to give money. Yeah, and all those things can make something that seems really simple, helping someone who asks for help, feel really complicated. So let's take a moment for you listening to try to untangle some of these feelings with a thinking question. You can pause the show here and take some time to think or discuss. And our question is, have you ever had someone who's homeless ask you for money? What did you do and why? Hit pause now. You know what's really confusing me, Molly? Left-handed scissors, wingsuits, the idea of cool, smooth peanut butter. Want me to keep going? Actually, no, we only have 15 minutes left in the episode. I couldn't list everything. Oh, no. As in, do you know what's confusing me about giving money to homeless people? Oh. (laughs) I'm confused that I'm confused. I feel like this should be really simple. So why do we get so uncomfortable? Did someone call me? What? Oh, hey, Matt. No, no, we didn't call you. You didn't say so uncomfortable? Uh, yeah, no, we did. Well, that was my nickname in high school. So what you talking about? Matt, heaps of our listeners have emailed us about homelessness. And being the careful manager of our email address that I am... Uh, hasn't checked it in a year. I'm trying to give everyone an answer. But we can't work out why it feels super complicated. Maybe because it just is complicated. Homelessness is connected to a bunch of other really tricky issues. There can be lots of reasons people end up with no place to live. Violence at home, a family member becoming sick, addiction, mental illness. All of these are also really big problems that we need to deal with if we're going to deal with homelessness. Okay, but even if we can't fix homelessness for good... We could still do something to help by giving money, and yet lots of people don't. So why is that? Well, one reason is that even though we want to help, sometimes we doubt whether giving money will be a good way of helping. You mean because if we give money to a homeless person, they might spend it on things that are bad for them? Well, that's what we're often told, although a lot of the time it's not true. 
Some people worry that giving someone money will actually make the problem worse rather than making it better. Okay, but what about giving to charity? If we give money to a charity that helps the homeless, then isn't there a better chance it will be spent well? Maybe. There are lots of great charities that support homeless people, and lots of them do need donations. But I'm not sure that that's going to stop us from feeling unsure about what to do when a person asks us for money. Why not? Because even if you've given a lot of money to a homeless charity yesterday, if you walk past a homeless person today who needs money, you still have to ask the same question. Should I help them? Do I really need the money in my wallet more than this person does? And the answer is almost always no. So what do we do? Surely we can't keep handing out money until we've got nothing left. No, that doesn't seem like a reasonable solution. And part of the challenge is that every solution we do think of seems to have problems connected to it. But before we talk about that, I want to leave you with a question to think about. So here's another chance to pause the show and take some time to mull over a big question. And here it is. What should you do if you want to help someone, but you don't know how to help them? Hit pause now. You know what I reckon? Maybe the first step to figure out how to help someone is to hear from them. That is so true. And actually, when it comes to homeless people, we often talk about them, but rarely talk to them. Luckily, our short and curly intern reporter, Catherine, went and talked to some homeless people about times they've gotten help they really needed. My name is Thomas. I live at Stratfield in a park. It's a park with a shelter. I've been there for the last three years. Last Christmas, someone gave me a, a cake and some food in my shelter. I was surprised. Uh, it was a very, pretty nice. They left me some prawns, some oysters on top, and some lamb. It was that nice. Hi, my name's Jerry. I live in the streets. Some people annoy me and tell me got to go away and leave them alone. So I get a bit upset and angry. How does it feel when people avoid eye contact with you? They kind of just keep walking. Pretty, pretty bad. And how does it feel when people do, you know, want to give you money and help you out? Feels good and nice. And what do you usually spend the money that you get on? Just food and cigarettes and drinks. My name's David. One time I was sitting in Rest Park on Glee Point Road, and I was just sitting there down the dumps, and this boy walked beside me and gave me $10. Sometimes a lot of people just give me money. How do you usually spend the money that you get? Soft drink, or maybe if they give me a lot, I buy some beers, cans of beer or whatever. Meat pie, they're expensive. The pies are expensive on Glee Point Road. And do people usually avoid eye contact with you? Well, see, because I know people, I know locals, regulars, and I've known them for a long time, and we have good eye contact, and there's a lot of trust there, you know, because they know there. they know I'm down and out, but they know I'm not too off me head, you know.
That was David and before him, Jerry and Thomas. They all live in Sydney and were chatting with our intern, Catherine. <sighs> Molly, what are you doing? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm solving this whole problem. And how? By writing all the ideas onto this whiteboard and then connecting them in some way. It'll be like a map of my mind. I call it the Mapminder Corp 5000. Oh, or, you know, you could call it a mind map. It's a very common term. Myhandimap? It can't be that common. I've never heard of that. Bet it's one of those new fads from the Instawebs. Internet. And no. Anyway, as you'll see on my Map Minder Core 5000, there are many different reasons why we can feel stuck when a person who is homeless asks us for money. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, what does this one say here? Oh, nothing. It's just, it's just one of the reasons why it's a tough decision. <clears throat> it says uh, they might be an alien pretending to be a human who needs money to build an evil alien empire to conquer humanity. Molly, uh, I don't think that's... There are no bad ideas when making a map minder core, Carl. Thank you very much. Okay, well, why don't we listen to some people who actually don't have bad ideas? Our Brains Trust from Newtown Public School in Sydney. As compassionate human beings, we um, should feel the need the need to help um, other people no matter what their situation is. Um, but I also think that we should give them like what they need instead of just money because um, a lot of homeless people smoke and I think that's just wasting the money, they, the little money they have. I don't think we should be able to choose what they get to buy with their money. I also think that it's our duty to give money to homeless people because they're also a part of our population and they also have lives and feelings but we should also give it them food too because I've seen lots of homeless people drinking instead of using that money for actual food that could really help them. When it comes to life or death situations with being homeless You want them to live because the reason why you gave money to them is because you feel sympathetic and you want to help them. My um, auntie um, smoked and she died recently because of that. Um, Yeah, so like if you give a homeless person money, she might, um, they might use that for something that might kill them. But then... For example, smoking, if you like go smoking for ages and then you suddenly don't, it can be hard. And they might need that, it might just, if they don't have it, it might just make them even worse. So maybe we could like give them food and then also money. If we gave them money, if they do choose what they want to buy, It could make them happier and happiness can make someone live longer because there's like depression. If you're depressed, you can die quicker because you might do bad things to yourself. Okay, okay, so I've written those down on the Mapminder Core 5000 
And if I just take this colourful string to connect all the main points and I tie them around a bunch of stationery, ta-da! <gasps> what does it say? What's the answer to all our complicated problems? It says, remember to get fish fingers on the way home. How did that get on there? Oh, this is giving me a headache. It's so complicated. You rang? Uh, Matt, no, I don't think so. But you said so complicated. That was my preschool nickname. Okay, you guys had the worst nicknames. Remember earlier, Molly, we were talking about how every answer to the question of giving money brought up more challenges and confusion? I do remember that. I've literally never been more confused. It's really important that we talk about what we do when we're feeling confused or challenged with a problem. We often look for ways to make it seem simpler than it really is. One of the ways we do this is by scapegoating, which basically means... Uh, you don't have to tell us what that means. Everyone knows goats are very good at escaping. Carl, no. Scapegoat, not escapegoat. <laughs> it means looking for someone to blame. And when it comes to homelessness, we often blame the homeless people themselves. Do we really do that? I don't think I blame homeless people. Maybe not consciously, but there are a lot of messages in society telling us that homelessness is the result of bad choices. Think about one of the reasons people worry about giving money to the homeless. They fear that the money won't be spent well. So what you're saying is that by trying to simplify a tricky problem we end up blaming people when it's not their fault. That seems not very good. And it gets not very gooder. Because another way we sometimes deal with big, tricky questions like homelessness is to pretend the problem isn't there. Remember our brains trust earlier? One of them said that their parents kind of acknowledge and kind of ignore homeless people. I think that's really insightful as a comment on what happens. We know that homelessness is happening, but we don't want to think about it or pay attention to it. But I'm still not sure I understand why we try to avoid thinking about it. Because it can make us feel guilty. We feel bad seeing other people in such a difficult situation when we're often so much better off. Sometimes it feels easier to just look the other way. I kind of get that. Thinking about a problem that we can't do anything to solve can make us feel really sad and upset. It can. And sometimes that's exactly how we should feel. Those uncomfortable feelings can be clues to tell us about something that we shouldn't ignore. So, Matt, we started this episode by trying to answer a question. Should we give money to homeless people? And I still don't think we've got an answer. Look, we've talked a lot about giving money to homeless people already, but there's something else that we can and should give them, our attention. It's actually not that hard to give a homeless person a few dollars and just get on with our day. It's often harder to really look at the awful problem of homelessness, to think about how in our society some people get left behind, have nowhere to live and have nobody to help them. Okay, so let's have one final thinking question for you listening and for us. And the question is, what's one small practical thing you can do 
to make sure you're continuing to pay attention to the problem. Hit pause now. All right, all right. Finally, I know exactly what I need to say to all those listeners who emailed us about how to help homeless people. Huzzah! I'll just go to my inbox. Yes, she's doing it. And then I click on... Wait a second. I think I hit the wrong button. Processing request. Self-destruct initiated. Preparing to delete all short and curly episodes. Wait, what did you do? Ah, I don't know. I just... I I thought I was good at computers now. Countdown to destruction. 65 seconds. Ah, quickly, do do the credits while I try and hack into the mainframe. Ah, okay, okay. Um, thanks so much to today's Brains Trust from Newtown Public School in Sydney. That's Oliver, Freya, Maggie, Arun, Heath and Mally. Confirming deletion of system 011. No, computer, I said 0001. Oh, no. Uh, Short and Curly is a production of ABC Audio Studios. Our supervising producer is Kyla Slavin, executive producer is Justine Kelly, and our intern reporter is the fabulous Catherine Anagnostopoulos. Delete all photos of Carl. No, my prized possessions. Oh, You damned dirty machine! And thanks to all the listeners who wrote to us asking about this topic, including Lucy, April, Ivy, Chelsea, Walter, Noah, Eliza and Mika. Destroy short and curly. Destroy everything. What did you do, Molly? Destroy. 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 Hey, psst. Just by the way, you guys... We actually do always read your emails and we love them. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Hey Curly Crew, have you heard the podcast Nature Track? Each episode basically takes you to a beautiful part of Australia through your ears you get to hear the sounds of creatures and birds and even trees. Have a listen to Nature Track. And if you like it, why don't you have a go at recording your own nature podcast? Maybe somewhere near where you live. It's a good excuse to get outside and really listen. It's amazing what you can hear when you open your ears really, really, really wide. You'll just need to borrow someone's phone and use the voice recorder app. Check out Nature Track at the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts, like the one you're listening to right now.